episode number 39 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, how you doing, Tom? Good evening. How Good are evening. you? I'm doing well, thanks. Uh, and Yeah, I'm doing well. Monday night, back on plan, and we've got a packed episode this week for the listeners. We're going to talk Scotland teams in action Northern Ireland. We're going to talk a bit about runner rants. We could even talk about some winter kit options as well, and and yeah, the usual stuff. How about you? How are you getting on? I'm I'm really good. I've got a, a new set of headphones I'm I'm wearing at the moment. A, a nice bright yellow pair of headphones, M and M ones, um, that I got in the airport. Well, actually, Debbie got them in the airport, so I've got them wrapped around my head just now. You look like a you look like an M and M. I'm I am ready to go, suited and booted and ready to go at the TRS headquarters in Africa. What's funny, when you said to me, I've got my M&M headphones on before the show, I actually thought you meant the rapper M&M. And it's only now that I see them, I realise you mean M&M the sweets. I thought you had some, they were like some, it's like the, a cheap version of Beats by Dre. Yeah, well, they're only a tenner, mind you. They were an offer if you buy a, a kilogram packet of M&M's. So they got, they, got, they got demolished pretty quickly. Cool. So anyway, what's, what's your uh, training been like the last week? Training, training-wise, has been really good, Tom. I think last week, now that this is we're in Monday night, Monday the twenty-first of January that we're recording the show, so uh, just rounded off probably one of the best weeks I've had in a long time, Tom. Um, in terms of volume and intensity, I was I, I, I mentioned last week about just my hip giving me a lot a little bit of issues, so I went to see James Cruikshank um, in West Hill at Spear. And boy, oh boy, did he did he give me the magic wand or not? Nice. He did. He gave me a good. He, he gave me a great. Yeah, a great. Really dug into the, the the issue. So I think what the issue is is my glute med has been tight and short. It's been tight and t- just it's been tight for the last I don't know few months or so. Um, and there's another muscle I can't for the life of me remember what it's called. Something similar to toffee nut lie. Um, so he loosened that off and he loosened my glute med off and then I did a wee run afterwards and what a difference what a difference just getting his wand out giving me the you know giving me abracadabra and here I am a new man ready to start again with some new some exercises to do before pre and post exercise pre and post run my runs and uh, yeah I'm just going to do them for the next kind of few weeks and I'm hoping that's going to loosen my, my glutes off and loosen that area around my hips off and accompanied by Pilates I think I'm on a winner so the last week you were telling me that you've got your every 20 minutes or your 20 minutes every Monday Pilates is that happening how have you done it today Pilates by Adriana uh, after the show tonight Tom. okay right okay week, week two <laughs> Debbie's, Debbie's downstairs waiting for me as we speak so okay. let's not let's not ramble on get that right. cowbell out <laughs> yes good so that's that's really <laughs> so good that, it's coming together then yeah yeah definitely uh, I, I rounded off about 84 85 miles I think um, I had a I did a 10 a, a 3 by 5k on Saturday just on the road and then on the Sunday it was a it was a 20 mile run Nice. Yeah, it, nice. it was just on the road, so kind of thinking, you know, starting to try and if I am doing this hundred k race, the British hundred k champs in March, I'm gonna have to try and get some more, you know, not road speed, but just more um, exposure on the road. 
Oh yeah, conditioning of the legs. Exactly. I mean, uh, usually when I'm doing ultras, it's all on the on, on all on the trails. So I mean, that, that's not to say that I'm not going to you know continue to do some you know trails as well. But uh, I probably need to just get a bit more yeah conditioning on the road if, for the hundred k. Because I mean, talking around about you know six just under seven hour around about the seven hour mark for for a hundred k. I hope so. Um, so yeah, so it's a bit of a long way, but I've like I mentioned, I've got the planner, my training plan all sorted now, um, and I think I've just got a bit more confidence, you know, with the with the calendar now that my I know what the issue is with my hip, because um, I didn't really know it was going, you know, what James was going to say if he was going to say, look, you've got tendinopathy or you're going to have to do something more, you're going to have to do more strength work, but yeah, just continue what I'm doing and and hopefully just. Yeah, just I mean, obviously monitor how it's getting on, um, and be sensible. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so I, I, I'm I'm kind of a little bit more confident. But good. Yeah, what about yourself, Tom? Uh, so for me, it's much of the same. It's the same as last week. I'm really I'm really struggling with the knee still. I mean, I saw James and he's identified a couple of good things. Uh, well, I say good things. I identified a couple of bad things. I need to work on uh, tight left hamstring, which is which could be contributing. But do you know what? And anyone who's seen me run will know this or seen the state of my shoes when I run that I land heavy, heavy, heavy on the outside. Imagine like the edge of your running shoe. I'm landing on your, like, I'm landing on my wee toe all the way to go <laughs> oh, through that Jesus. side. And I go through a pair of shoes in about 200, 250 miles and I'm putting a hole in the side of the upper because I'm just landing there, effectively bouncing straight off that side and there's no roll in onto the, but you know, I've known it's been not great, and it's felt a bit. The only way to describe running like that is, I would say, you know, it's like I feel uneven when I'm running. Anyway, James, I look at me in the treadmill, and that's some... I need to look at that for sure. So I've got all these drills. I'm marching around the flat like a like like a drummer, you know, trying to <laughs> keep the legs all all proper. So um, trick trick the brain into move them normally. So. Uh-huh. It's, oh, anyway, it's not all it's not all tears though. I mean, I've been uh, I've been doing a, so a lot of exercises and whatnot. And do you know what? I'm just trying to run when I can. It's only four miles, but run when I can. Done a few runs just, and then a few sessions on the bike as well. And I actually went to the highlight was I went to the Lockhorn Meadows Park run on Saturday with my. Oh, you kept, so, you kept that one quiet. Yeah, so shout out to my dad who was he was I ran, went and ran with him. It was good fun. So I went around just ran it easily and nice. It was it's a it, for those of you in the sort of Fife region or those parkrun tourists amongst you, Lockhorn Meadows is a lovely parkrun. It's all trail. It's a it's a lap, one single lap, and it goes around the lock. And oh, it's almost beautiful. pretty much bang on the full lap of the lock. It's like 200, 300 meters of you're short at the end of making the whole lap. So it's perfect. And I really enjoyed it. It's all trail. It's a wee, a couple of wee hills in the end. And they've got all the gates open for you. Sail straight through. So anyway, shout out. Kudos to those guys at Lockhorn Meadows. I really enjoyed that. I was just really sorry I couldn't race it. You know, I just sort of plodded around. But anyway, good uh, good result anyway. So I'm seeing the physio again tomorrow. So I'm hoping I'm hoping this these exercises are the start of a, a way forward. Because I need to get my finger out and start this marathon training as soon as I can. You do you do that, Tom. Now talking about talking about injuries. So I obviously I work at Aberdeen Sports Village and three people I know today have been in the spear. And uh, you know, I feel really sorry for the guys, especially Jim Toll. Met up with Jim Toll and he fell oh, off yeah. his fell off yeah. his bike last uh, a couple of months ago. No, it was last week he fell off his bike. And um, he's just coming back from injury and uh, he was telling me how 
he's telling me when he, he fell off his, uh, you know, he, he's done something to his muscle, but um, he was getting back into really good shape. Um, yeah. But his bike is absolutely fine. There's, there's not a scratch on his bike, but right. obviously he he's a little bit more damaged than his bike. And uh, I think Dave Andrews was in. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I think there's a, a feed coming up that Callum Crichton was also in at Spear as well. So, geez, what's happening to us all? Yeah, I mean, listeners beyond the northeast will know Jim Toll is. I mean, Jim was was he, he medalled at the, uh, the Masters Cross Country Champs a couple of years ago. I mean, Jim is a a really top class Masters runner, yeah. and uh, obviously Old Man Dave is a you know is a top class ultra runner in Scotland. So yeah, we need to get these boys fixed. I know. Jeez, get off your bikes and stay on the stay on the treadmill or something. I don't know. But yeah, well, well, speedy recovery, folks, um, and I'm sure you will be back fighting fit later on in the season. Indeed. So, anyway, that's a, that sounds like a good training week for you. And one thing that, I mean, you're sitting out in the sticks, you're telling me that it's going to start snowing. And this is something I know you've been looking at already as part of the Run Geary build-up, which is great. Kyle, what do you wear in the winter? Hey, you, you... <laughs> Invisible gloves. <laughs> did you see that did you? So, so listeners who, who don't follow Run Geary on Facebook may not have seen this but Kyle is uh, is modelling is, model, is, is basically modelling telling, telling it's a good thing tell, telling tell the listeners what to wear in the winter telling people what to wear in the winter as per example and there's me <laughs> my buff on my, my tights on my base layer my jacket and my invisible gloves yeah invisible gloves always a favourite Although I was disappointed to see he didn't have any shites on. I, I, I was, nah, I, you, know my, you know my stance on I, shites. I, I jest. Yeah. Anyway, but so for the, for the listeners here who don't necessarily um, listen or sign up to the Run Geary Facebook feed, what, uh, give us an insight. It's a cold, snowy day. What, what do you wear? Are you, a, are you a jacket man? Are you a base layer and t-shirt man? I think it depends on the on the day. You know, it's, if it's a cold winter's day, a cold winter's day in, in, in the north of Scotland, or indeed in Scotland, can be a windy, rainy day, or it can be a, it can be a still, cold, icy, frosty day. So I think for me, if it was a cold, icy, frosty day, it's all about warmth. Um, so I wear I wear a good pair of shoes. If I'm going in the trails, a good pair of trail shoes, um, and then I wear a pair pair of tights. And then I also wear some, I've got some, uh, like, kind of sports boxer shorts as well. Because okay. there's not like, I'm going to go, I'm gonna, let's cut to the nitty gritty of things here. Now, there's nothing worse than wearing a pair of cotton boxer shorts and they're chaffing, they're chaffing to hell afterwards. Yeah. And they're saturated in sweat. Yeah. They're absolutely honking. So, but at least you can actually get, you know, sports boxer shorts and it, it, they're just a lot more moisture wicking than, than a pair of cotton boxer shorts. So there's a little tip for you runners. Get yourself a pair of um, underwear, something something similar to that. I mean, they, you can you can get them in good stocks like Run for. I think I think they they still stock underwear. But are they boxers? Or are they Y fronts? You can get Y fronts and you can get boxers. It's up to okay. you. The world's the oyster, Tom. <laughs> boxers are boxers are briefs. That's the yeah. the new uh, part like question. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and uh, yeah, so accompanied by that, I usually wear a, a, a kind of again a, a moisture wicking t-shirt, um, and then on top of the t-shirt is a, a base layer, 
And if there's a really, really cold day, I might put a jacket on. If there's a little bit of a wind, a wind-resistant jacket. It doesn't necessarily have to be a, a complete waterproof jacket, but something fairly breathable, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I like to top that off with a buff, one or two buffs on the top of my head, depending on how cold it is. Right. I, I mean, some people like wearing a hat, but I, there's something there's something cool about wearing a buff, you know. Especially so how, do you, the, how do you wear a buff? Because there's so many ways to wear a buff. Well, Headband? Yeah, how long is a piece of string? You know, you can do so many things with a with a buff. It's it's endless. Um, so you can if, if again if it's a windy day, you can you can stick a buff and you can put it around your face, around your mouth, um, around your neck, and then you can put another one on top of your head on your forehead. You can I usually just put it like a a headband, providing headband, it covers okay. my covers my ears. You know, yeah. Um, and that also helps me because I've got weird ears as well, Tom. Um, my my headphones keep popping out of them. Uh, so the buff tends to keep, you know, keeps the headphones in as well. Uh, okay. Um, so in contrast, in the summertime, I'll still wear my buff and I'll, I'll still look as ridiculous. Um, but the difference is I don't put the buff around the hole of my ears because it's more for just saturating the sweat that comes down onto your, from okay. your forehead. Yeah. Just, especially if you're wearing like contact lenses or something, you know. Oh, of course, yeah. There's nothing worse than sweat going into the eyes. So that's another, you know, great reason to have a buff and even if you're you know when it's really 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 hot in the summertime and you're running with a buff on and you just want some you know something cool in your head you can stick you know you can stick your buff in the in the river and you can put it back on your head it cools your head down mm-hmm. um you can put it around your you know you can put it around your arm if you want to you can wipe your face with it you can There's you know, something else you can do stop, with it if you if you stop for a wilder poo, you can you can use it for that, providing you wash it afterwards. Uh, so many things. So what what what's what what other uses is there? Is there anything I've missed? Uh, I think I think you've pretty much covered the d- different uses of a buff. To be honest, it's blow a, your no, nose. Honestly, it's, oh, I love it. I'm the problem, my problem is I've got too many now. So it's just like a you know it's just such a, a choice every day to pull out a different buff. This, there's so I've, we've got heaps of buffs as well. We've got uh, we've got a Run Geary one. We've got no, we, that's a lie. It's a Benny He Hill race one. We've got a okay. Stonehaven Running Club one. I've got um, the best buff I got was the one at Tarawira, uh, and it was sponsored by Buff, and it had Tarawira Ultra on it. It looks pretty cool. So that's my favourite one. I was going to say that we're we're talking Buff, but obviously that is a brand. There's I mean, our, our Running Club have got. I say Metro. Buffs, they ain't Buffs. They're a cheap knockoff <laughs> with the Metro logo on them. So you can, so it doesn't have to. It's what is it called if it's not a buff? Just a neck tube? Is that what it is? Ah, uh, it's a tube, I a think. Head, a head wrap. <laughs> a head, head tube. Some, just a head tube or something. I have no idea. But yeah, but now they're, they're really cool. So if you haven't got a buff yet, get one. Yeah, that is. Uh, I'm not, I was going to say. I'm going to say it anyway. But we say all these things and never fall through in them. We should get some TRS buffs. <laughs> a tartan buff. Uh, a tartan buff. Decent. There you go. But uh, you know we don't it. We, we want to start off small, Tom, don't we? Yeah, we want, true. Let's get the tartan running shorts up and running before we crack yeah. on whatever merchandise. But uh, but no, it's definitely something in the pipeline. Hopefully for this Indeed. year. Now talk, talking about that, I don't want to talk about winter kit anymore unless I have to. Is there anything else I've missed? No, I think that's uh, a good overview of it. Okay, well, talking about things like merchandise and how well tartan running shorts is performing, blah blah blah. Now every week we always ram we always harp on about um providing 
you know, get making letting you guys, you know, engaging with us and um and 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 emailing us or even just liking us on Facebook and Twitter, all that kind of stuff, following us on Twitter. Uh, but one thing that we really, really want you to do now, every we've got how many listen last week we had seven hundred listens. Now, if we can get every single one of you to put up put up a review on Facebook, well, not Facebook, iTunes, iTunes. that'll you know, that'll bump us up the charts. Yeah, in need, the, the UK, reviews. in the running podcast world. Now, last year, this uh, maybe we started off in April. I think by the time we got to June, we were we were in the top 200 sports podcasts. Now, our target is for this year to get in the top 100, at least the top 100 sports podcasts in the UK. Tough, tough. We'll shoot for it. It's a tough ask. Got a lot of football phone-ins and all that to deal with, but we will go for it. Okay, well, let's change that then. What about the top 10 running podcasts in the UK then? There can't Surely, be that many. There can't be that many. No. But there's enough that it's competitive. So yeah. in order and, to do that, one of the things that we need us to all do is to write a review. I mean, if it has to, I don't know. Do we get do we get marked heavily if it's a, if it's a bad review? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, any any source, any support on 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 a, an iTunes would be great, or whatever podcast app you use to listen to us, or even a Facebook, just hit the number of stars would be good. And and the reason that we're we're talking about this is one thing. We'll probably do a maybe a bonus episode just to, you know, so everyone can see it. But really, what we want to continue delivering high quality content, and to run a podcast has overheads. Now we are net, we do not want to pass that cost on to our listeners, but we have to pay for network hosting. We have to pay for a website, which will come to shortly. So all these things we are seeking sponsor. Now we need to be we need to be well reviewed to get sponsorship. So that's where our listeners come in. Their listeners' role is to support us. Tell your friends, tell your clubmates. We've got a few things in the pipeline to help on that, but we really, we we really would need your support to get the TRS name out there so we can improve on what we're doing. I mean, what I, honestly, right now, the, just so everyone has a, a window into what we're doing, I'm sat in my lounge in front of a laptop and a relatively budget mic, <laughs> Skyping, which is a free software. Kyle, who sat in a room. I'm sat in my uh, with my yellow M M&M and M headphones and my Chewbacca dressing gown, and uh, in in my white snowball. And skyping, and we're using we're using a bit of software which is MP3 Skype recorder, and it's on a free trial edition. So there's a there's certain things that we really want to upgrade. So that's where we're working on at the moment, working on getting support for the podcast. And the better the better you review us, the better we can do that. So. Um, yeah, and actually the other thing that we were t- that Kyle and I have been talking about beforehand is is the geo the sort of geographic location of our listeners. There's some cracking geographical locations, isn't there? Holy there moly! Are. There's uh, some Sierra. Where was it? In... Uh, Syria. Syria. There was someone from Syria listened this week. So if you are the listener from Syria, get in touch. I mean, could, we want to know that story. Could I to you as well, mate? Absolutely, absolutely. Brilliant. We've got yeah. Syria, we've got Indonesia, plenty in the States. So yeah, a- really Afford. exciting. Afford, yeah, the hot Afford. Is that you? That's, that's me. That's you. <laughs> so, but in this, a similar, um, you know, a similar note as well. The stats. We're looking at the stats as well. Just again, we're we're wanting to improve on our our listen listener numbers as well. And 
I mentioned last week, but since we started the show, guess how many listens we've had, Tom? Now, I know you know the answer, so... Yeah. Pretend you, don't, I'll, know, I'll, pretend I'll, you I'll, don't know the answer, I'll right? I've been surprised. Tell me, Kyle. 24.1k, so 24,000 listens. Wow, that's... That's a, incredible. That's, that is good. And do you know how many, how many reviews we've got? I know that. 22. 22 reviews out of 24,000 listens. Yeah. All right, that's, that's, a low, that's a low number there, so... Any help you can, any help you can provide review-wise, then please feel free. We'll be eternally grateful for your, um, for for your chat and your 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 comments as well. No matter how bad they are or how good they are. Absolutely, and by the so just on the sort of social side, by the end of this week we will be launching our website. So we'll uh, the either we'll mention the, the address next week, but when it goes up, we'll put it on our social media feeds. But that's we're hoping that will become the. The home of TRS, so we'll have the the latest episodes will be there. We can finally put some show notes on there. When we start to organise some merchandise, we'll put some information on there. We're talking events, we can put that on there. And uh, and you know, Kyle and I might occasionally write a blog when we're doing a race, so you can you can get that on there. So that that's coming soon. So this is all part of the the TRS 2019 um, grand plan. You can never, you, honestly, it's like a speech from Winston Churchill. Fantastic, though. Yeah. Right. Okay. Anyway, so we've wasted the time. That, I think everyone's now switched off from from this part, so we'll get to the exciting bit. So we've got some some exciting news, well, running news that is. Um. So we had Fiona. Fiona was racing in Houston yesterday, wasn't she? She was. Yeah. So she she was running the Houston Half Marathon, which is part of the Houston Marathon Festival, and she was competing in the elite field actually, which she was very excited about. Um, so she was actually Fiona was over for a work conference anyway. Fiona is uh, starting up a new uh, a company, um, Microbiologics, for those who are interested. Anyway, so she that's what she does in her in her, her main job. But she thought she would tack on the end of the trip the opportunity to run the Houston half and and yeah she did uh, she did pretty well. And what was a I think it was a really cool day, a very quick course, but relatively slow second half due to some wind when you're already tired. So she came in. 66.58, which she's... Uh, 66.58? Yeah, 76.58, sorry. Beg your pardon. One sixteen fifty eight. She was hoping to go... I think she, she was hoping to go uh, sort of low uh, 116s, but it's, it's she's been, still well over a minute off her best, but I think it's it's on the right path, and yeah. I think given just, given her injury, recent injury spells, you know, I, I know it's... She's... It was, you know, a good couple of months ago now, and... Um, but you know, it takes a bit of time just to get back to that level again, and she's definitely on her way back. You know, I that's now well, is that her sec- second quickest time, third uh, quickest third, time, third quickest time, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, so and you so, know, it's a good result for you think in Scottish. So I'm looking at the rankings. Obviously, she's the fastest ranked Scot in 2019. She is the only ranked Scot in 2019. <laughs> but what's interesting is her time yesterday would have put her fifth or sixth on the Scottish rankings of last year. Okay, so, so, it, so it's, the, it's a solid run, you know. Hmm. Oh yeah, definitely, and I think the next big focus for for Fiona is going to be the the big half. Indeed, so yeah, so I'm, I think she's. Well, I know she's looking to head back down towards her best in in the big half, which would be you know into the seventy fives, and I think she can go quicker than that. So we'll see, we'll see how she goes. She's got a few weeks uh, to train, and yeah, so she enjoyed it, and actually she spoke very, she speaks very highly of the 
Houston Haas. It's one um, I might have a look at in the future, actually. And we actually had other Brits running. We can talk about that briefly. But we had Dewey Griffiths, who ran 64 minutes. 64 minutes? Yeah. 60, 60, I thought it was 61 minutes he ran. Oh, was it? God, you've caught... Maybe I'm way off. I thought it was... Uh, so. I thought it was 64... Ah, sorry, no, you're right. 61.44. 61. Jeez, Tom. I'm the one who gets called out all the time. Do you know what? I'm getting mixed up. nightmare. So, Dewey, yeah, I'm the Kyle tonight. Dewey Griffiths ran 61.44, I think, and 64 flat was Jim Walmsley. Now, that's that's right, Tom. Now, I was looking on Fiona Strava, and all it said was Fiona Bryan ran with Jim Walmsley. Can't even say his name. Jesus. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm jealous. And so, so you better watch what Fiona's up to, running with all these stars. I think it was just a warm up, mind you. Um, uh, but, possibly. But she did. She mentioned that um, she was speaking to him the the day before. I think he was. Uh, he, I don't know if she, uh, she knew who, who Jim was, but no, I I think there's a. He was at the someone the, else the was briefing. It? it was someone else. Yeah, he was at the elite briefing, I think. Um, okay. But yeah, so he ran. He ran 64 flat, which qualifies him for the Olympic trials. Oh, well, there you go. It'd be great to get him on the show, to be honest. Yeah, we'd, I mean, right. I'm, I'm going to, I, so can I just that. say, though, right, just to stay with Jim Walmsley. So to listeners who may be in the same boat as me, Kyle, you were messaging about him yesterday. I've got to say to you right now, who the hell is Jim Walmsley? Honestly, he, I've, no, I've, ultra I've, runner, mate. I've never heard of him Become an ultra runner, you'll know. When you go to the UTMB, then you'll know exactly who he is. So honestly, I literally never heard of him. And then yesterday, I got messages from loads of people saying Jim Walmsley a great runner. I'm like, who the hell's Jim Walmsley? <laughs> do, do you not listen to the show, the Tartan Runner Short Show? I'm sure I mentioned about the Western never. States 100, right? You mentioned you know the Western that? States. I know that race, and yeah, I know and he's won it because I've looked him up. But you never mentioned him. I, I'm sure I mentioned him. He won. He won the race last year. He okay. got the course record. That's like one of the, the one of the pinnacle ultra races in in the world is apparently Western States, and he uh, he, he smashed the course record. He's an absolute god. Uh, he's don't, a don't god. Exactly. You need to have idols in 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 the world of sport, Tom. And he's he's uh, many many listeners' idols in ultra running. So just let him just let me have my piece, will you? You can have your piece. Anyway, so just to go back on what uh, what I was talking about, I mistakenly got the results wrong. So yeah, so Dewey Griffiths, good to see him back in action. And we also had, from a British perspective, Tracy Barlow and Alice Wright running. I think they were both in the low 73s, which is a bit off their best. So um, so yeah, good to see a few Brits in action. Um, and I think Dewey is doing, we talked about him last week, he's doing the London Marathon. In, which is a very tasty British field. So that'll be really cool to see how he comes on. And you said you reckon Hawkins would beat him. I said I reckon he would beat Hawkins. And I think that at the moment, you would. I think Hawkins must be the favourite. I'd say Hawkins is a favourite, Tom. Yeah. Definitely. So, so there we keep go. It, so, keep it in Scotland. Sorry, Wales. So we talked about Jim Walmsley. And the last one, I guess, from an international news at Houston was uh, Emily Sisson, second fastest ever US half marathon by a woman. It was a cracking time, wasn't it? Six. What was, well, I, I've yeah. never. I, I mean, excuse excuse my ignorance. I've never heard of her. So this is what this is where we're a great balance. You, I've never heard of these ultra weirdos, <laughs> and you've never heard of these track babes. It's all good. <laughs> I like watching bearded men running long distances. 
So she, Emily Sisson's a New Balance athlete uh, from the States. Right. She's uh, yeah, obviously in very good form. So she she looks in good form too. Oh, yeah, we. <laughs> right. Well, well done, well done, I'm Emily. Good. Let's say you, you can get you can get Emily on the show, and I'll get Jim on the sh- oh. and I'll, I'll get Jim on the show. Well, How's that like, sound? Sounds great. Yeah. Next up, more closely to home, or closer to home, I should say, we had uh, in Northern Ireland actually was the. Home Countries International featuring a, a pretty strong Scotland squad that we talked about last week. So we had on the in the men's side with Ali Hay, Cameron Strachan, Cal McKenzie, and Kenny Wilson running, and uh, they had a they had a pretty some pretty good results there. Actually, we had Ali Hay was the first place Scot in twelfth overall. We had Cameron second in in twentieth position, just in front of. Callum and the then Kenny, who's obviously there's an injury woes coming in uh, behind them. So yeah, really good to see those boys out competing, and you know it's a pretty, it looks to be a pretty solid field. Oh, I think so. Yeah, I mean, that, I was just looking at the results. So the winner was um, Berhanu Bellu Bali, or something like that. I don't know where he's. Is it Bahrain he's from? So the, I didn't realise there was a you know an African contingent going along to the the event. Yeah. Uh, they were they were miles you know I say they were miles ahead they weren't that far ahead but they were they weren't no the, the top the top four um looked like they were in good you know looked like they were in control beating um Sam State Stabler and Charlie Halson so yeah. they were sixth and Alex um, Tutton, yeah seventh so yeah really good field um good field assembled for that and, so. and you know that is a I've got to say that is a great run from Ali Hay really really I mean that's a uh, in that field, you know, occasion like that, twelfth. I mean, that's a great result. You look at thirty-one forty-two. He's only, you know, people yeah. guys like uh, it's, Adam uh, Hickey, really... just behind, just ahead of, uh, sorry, just yeah. behind Adam Hickey. Um, there's a guy from I don't know, where's Mar? Any idea where that is? What country that is? Morocco. Uh, that not be Mor though. Who knows? I don't know. I think uh, anyway, that's a, it's a strong one from him, and yeah, really good to see those boys competing. So it's a very competitive four there, and they've, obviously they're all relatively closely packed. So that's cool. And then then on, the women's yeah. sorry, the women's side again. Um, we had Maya McLennan had a cracking run to finish in eighth place, and this you know it has to be emphasised. This is a a senior women's field. Um, so well done to Maya for uh, third. She won. Just thinking in terms of the UK. Yeah, she was uh, third in the home countries, yeah. Yeah, so really, really good result from her. Also beating the likes of Claire Duck and Gemma Steele and M- Amelia yeah. Kareka. I mean, they're, they're top-class runners. That's a big result, really big run from... And, you know, she's only three seconds behind Kate Avery. I mean, that you know, these that's a really, really strong run from Mary. Uh, I think that's... For me, that's uh, the performance of the day in terms yeah. of the Scott for that. Like That's top-class. I mean... You know, another half a minute and should have been in the medals. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you look at the rest of the Scottish team, Eloise Walker, uh, who was under 23, Kerry McAngus, we've talked about her in here before, she was uh, in 26th place, under 23 as well. Joe Williams, Lothian, uh, down in 31st. And then Rebecca Burns, closely followed by uh, Zoe Bates in 35 and 36. So 
Yeah, good to see a, a, a you know Scots mixing it throughout the field. Yeah, I'll talk briefly about the the junior men as well. Some cracking results there as well. Kane Elliott, who's been you know he's usually a middle distance guy, um, three thousands, fifteen hundred meters. Um, he was the first Scot in ninth place in the the, the, the event. So he's an under twenty, followed by Cameron Wright and our North guy Hamish Hickey as well. So. Both of those guys were within two seconds of each other, <laughs> so nice. yeah, it's pretty neatly packed with the you know with the the Scottish there. So well done to the junior men and the Scottish team, and then we also had the junior women's side. We had Anna Headley, uh, who was the first under I think first under first overall in the event, uh, first under seventeen. So well done to Anna Headley. Next up, coming even closer to home, we had the last of the East League Cross Country, which is, of course, the uh, Cross Country League three three events for the winter for the East District Clubs. That was in Livingston, and that was the, on the men's side, and it was won by Scott Fraser, HBT 3021, closely followed by Sasha Cheplin, 3027, who had a, we said had a really good run into districts. And then third was Kay Wood, IFAC, and I'm not sure, I guess Keith, Kevin, I should that's terrible sorry k so k wood was uh maybe his name is just k is agent k so anyway well done well done k K. uh and then that turns the results into an edinburgh uni hair and hounds win with uh aberdeen ac second and hpt in third and if you look at the overall results for that uh for the east league season you've got um the harry's winning it Aberdeen in second and Edinburgh AC third. So, well done to to those clubs. Yeah, well have done. You, have you got the women's results, or do you want me to bring them up? Sorry, I was daydreaming. That's all right. So the I, I, I hear the Hoover going. I hear the Hoover just now. So I'm I'm just wondering. Somebody's Hoovering downstairs, but I say somebody's Hoovering. He'll be dead. I hope it's your wife. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> burglar. That's right. It, yeah. On the women's side, we had uh, Kel Surprise, Morag Miller for the win. Central AC 22.35, second Freya Ross in 23.42, and third Fanny Gareco, Central AC in 23.44. So that turns it into a 5 AC win, second Edinburgh AC, and third Falkirk Victoria Harriers. Strong run from Freya. Yeah, good to see Freya back, actually, Uh, on that circuit. I I know at the start of the season, she was definitely getting back into form. Uh, You know, a couple of top five positions. Uh, I mean, let's, let's... Let's not beat, about, beat around the bush. Freya was an Olympian. So, you know, really good to see her she getting was, back yeah. into form. Um, albeit, you know, a little bit a little bit older, but she's she's showing that she's still got the she's still got it. So well done, Freya. Absolutely, yeah. So just to rattle up finish up so the the results here we said that was Fife, Edinburgh and then Edinburgh Union Heron Hounds. The way the East League works is though it, I'm not gonna go into all the junior results, but it obviously tallies up for a female and uh, a male overall considering you know all the the junior teams etc. So from the women's side, East League 2019, third place Central AC, second place Falkirk Victoria Hires, and the first placed female season team this year is Edinburgh AC. Oof. And on the men's side, third place Fife AC, second place Edinburgh AC, and third place our rivals up here Aberdeen AAC. So well done. 
Well done, guys. That's a, a strong... They've had a really good, consistent squad out each week, so you can't deny them that success. Well done. Well done as well to the everyone running. And that's the last league race, isn't it, for the these side? Yeah. yeah. Do you know, I'm, I'm really annoyed that my knees not allow me to run at the moment because that, I, I would have liked to have gone down and it's a really good really good fixture that so anyway next year always next year yeah brilliant uh, and I think this weekend is the North District League as well so good luck to everyone running that event as well and it's the same format as the East albeit there's five or six races versus the three in the east um cool so so yeah it's i i I really enjoy doing the league cross countries i think they're really good it's always a competitive field and it's just a good warm-up for the the nationals as well so i always encourage the you know club runners to get along with the league races and you know use it as a as a benchmark and as a warm-up for um some of the bigger races you get uh later on in the year so excellent so that's that rounds up the results i believe Tom, is there anything else we've missed out in terms of that? No, not in terms of results. It was, uh, I think we're only really warming up now in terms of races, you know, and how many there are. You remember, I remember in autumn when we had like, there was 10 Ks coming out of our ears on results. It's quite nice to have a quiet couple of weekends with not many results to talk about. (laughs) But as always, if anyone does have any results that we might not have, you know, referenced and it's perhaps maybe not as viewable on um, some of the you know some of the web formats, Scottish Athletics, Run ABC. Feel free to send them over to us, and we'll we'll give we'll give you a race I mentioned. Um, yeah. Talking about races, one race I, I entered tonight, believe it or not, Tom was the Carnethy Five Hill Race. Oh, you did very cool. So I, I got in the I, I managed to to get my entry via the, the they do like a, a ballot I think, um, and there's, there's a max of six hundred spaces. But I mean, some some sometimes there's not 600 people who who enter the event. But um, but yeah, I, I managed to get a space. So that's the 9th of February, two weeks before the National Cross Country Champs. Wow, so um, that's that's not long then. What's that? A week on? No, two weeks on Sunday. Two weeks on Sunday to get into the hills again, Tom. Grand, very good. Um, so yeah, other than that, race wise, I'm not sure if there's anything else we've got well, you... up this weekend, do we? I don't think so. Well, you mentioned the national cross country, and that is quite a nice bit of running news at the moment. So, on, obviously, last week at week on the show, we were talking about filming on the the national. How we'd love to see a bit more video footage, and it turns out Scottish Athletics were already looking at that. So, there were there was an announcement on the weekend that Scottish Athletics will be providing pretty extensive video f- coverage of the national. I don't think it'll be live, but it'll be released shortly afterwards. And in their defence, as they, they commented on our status, they were saying that the majority of the people who would watch it are there, which is fair. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I guess the point as, as someone, you know, my point as an athlete is that that's fine. But I remember a few years ago running and it was Butcher versus Hawkins. And I, I would have loved to have watched that. Yeah. So to be able to do your own race, then afterwards watch the quick lads smack it out at the front. That's great. So, well done, Scottish Athletics. That's really that's a great a great development there. I think as well they they mentioned um, BBC Scotland have also made a commitment to attend, um, and they're sure. going to help showcase the event in some shape or form. Uh, not sure how, but uh, you know I think if BBC can can jump on board, they they've got the expertise as as Scottish Athletics quite rightly they pointed do. out. There is a cost in, you know involved in filming these events. There's a resource and. You know, if you can get the experts to film it, then even 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 more the better. 
Absolutely. And in fact, actually, on that note, the national cross-country entry forms have been dispatched to clubs today, I believe. I certainly saw ours come in. So get your entries in, get in touch with your captains, get in touch with your team managers, your secretaries, whatever you do at your club, and get signed up. Closing date for entries is the Thursday, the 7th of February. So that's not long. Try Don't, don't, just, don't just leave it to the end, the last week, because you might forget, and then it's too late. Exactly. So the other, actually, on the topic of races, you ask what races we've got coming up. This weekend is the National Masters Cross Country down in Hoyk. Hoyk? Yep, Hoyk. Of course, that's so. right. That's right. It's it's pronounced it is it H A W I C K. Yes. Hoyk. Hoyk. Right, so good luck to good luck to everyone heading down to that or up, depending on where you're coming from <laughs> or over. Yeah, that'll be a good good event, I'm sure. So, what's remind me? What are the categories again for the Masters Cross Country? Is it is it M35 to to 100 or? Yeah, Tom's just had a massive yawn. I could just see his, it was jeez, it was half year. M M4, M40. Although you're bringing it on further, M35 to 100. I'm pretty sure if you were fit at 101, you could run. I was going to say that this, there can't be a limit on no. an age group. So, you know, it, it might just be M85 plus. What do you think the oldest... Here's a question for you. I don't know the answer, so this is a pretty pointless exercise, but what do you think the oldest finisher at the National Cross Country is? Or how old? The oldest finisher? Yeah. 89. And how... Is that, is nah, actually, actually, no, I don't think it's as old as that. I think it's maybe like 84. I would, yeah, I would say over 80. Well, yeah. I'm sure we can find out. Yeah, it's got to be an over eighty. If if and, there isn't, I'm gonna be that. Old, I'm gonna be that guy. And what do you think is the age of the oldest marathon finisher ever? The oldest marathon finisher ever, what yeah. in, the, in the world? Yeah. Well, who's what is the 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 whole oldest person ever to run a marathon? Oh, God, what's that? And let's say and run. Let's say I don't know. Hundred sub six hours. No, God, I don't know. Is the world record not like? I don't know. You know. I don't know the oldest finisher. That's a silly question. 101. What what do you think? 101 years old, but to run it, I don't know. No way. I reckon, I'd be surprised if, I think like 92, 93 tops. Why don't we just Google it just now then, eh? Oldest marathon. You can see this is how fast I type. One hand. You know, back in the good old days, you would have, in January, you would have been sat here with a Guinness Book of Records from Christmas, so it would have been all good. Harriet Thompson became the oldest woman. Oh, that's a half marathon. 342. No, that doesn't help. It's the oldest marathon. Is it not your man? Oh, uh, it's that Indian thing? guy. Yeah. Fajash. Fajash Singh. Fajash Singh. Yeah. 101. I got it right. Boom. From East that London. Finished the Hong yeah. Kong. Well, that's a 10K. Finished the Hong Kong 10K. One hour, 32. Well, that's not a marathon, though, is it? Although it's, uh, he was, he, he was the oldest person ever I, to complete the London marathon. Um, he's currently, he ran, I've got, I've got the guy up, yeah. So he was, he has the marathon world record for 90 plus, 540 at the age of 92. 540 yeah, at the age and, of 92? And he had a, fair play, he had a deal with Adidas. Did he? Yeah. Thank God. Anyway, that's, also, well, he was, the, oh no, you're right, Kyle. He was the first hundred-year-old to finish a marathon, completing the Toronto Waterfront Marathon in eight eleven. 
talking about the Toronto Waterfront Mountain, remember, uh, Mountain Marathon. Remember we were going on about the guy who um, beat the Ed? Is it Ed? Oh God, what's his name? Gene. I can't remember. Yeah, his name was Gene. Gene what? Oh, you're talking about Ed Whitlock. Who had the yeah, world Ed record, yeah. Whitlock. His world record still stands. The other yeah. guy's uh, record was was invalid. Yeah. Um, I think because it wasn't accredited with the Canadian. I saw that, which is bullshit. If you ask me. Ah, what, what, what a shame that guy. What a shame. He's going again though. I saw. Is he? Yeah. Well, he's got another year on his uh, on you know on his on his bedpost, so he's gonna have yeah. to he's gonna have to sort that out. Get his yeah, record back, make sure it's affiliated and it's legal. But good luck to to Gene then. Yeah. Anyway, that Ed was a real that was a, that that was uh that was quite a drift <laughs> off um <laughs> off the off the topic of Masters Cross Country. I think uh, I need to give it a Yeah. A wee cowbell. Yeah, a wee cowbell. Right, let's let's move on then from that. What else have we got? Air Air Racecourse Five Miler, that's been launched. So we promised we would give give everyone a bit more heads up of races ahead of time so we've seen it's been Luke Trainer actually one of our former interviewees who's been really fronting this campaign it's a it's like the classics it's called race series and um yeah so Luke's part of that um that team anyway they've, they've announced part of their race series will be a five miler at the air race course on the 6th of October so if you fancy a five miler which is a quite an, uh, not the most commonly raced distance but quite a cool one um yeah keep your Keep your eyes peeled for entries on that for October. October, okay, okay. What about uh, other races? Is there any other new races on the the season calendar? So man versus some... man versus heard... horse in March. <laughs> Fancy that? I... Mm, no, I heard some sad news that the Perth half marathon, which apparently was going to happen this year, has been cancelled. And is that the one? And what one's that? Is that the one? It was the city centre one. It wasn't the Scoon one. So I don't know why it was cancelled, but. It strikes me, when I heard that, I thought to myself, do you know what? You don't see any races, any city centre races in Dundee or Perth. I don't, yeah. No, there's, no, there's not really. I think it's, no. um, there has to be an appetite to organise a, a big city race. There's so Surely. much, there's so Surely. much to do. Road closures and race insurance, uh, permits, all that kind of stuff. It must be quite difficult, you know. As a race organizer, you, yeah. you know, you know what it's like to organize something along the promenade. But when it comes to organizing a big city marathon oh, or half yeah. or ten k, there's a lot more, easy. a lot more people involved, and uh, you know, a lot Dundee, more costs incurred. Dundee's a city on the up. It's got two very strong clubs. There's a lot of development in Dundee. More. I just thought Dundee would be very well suited to it. Maybe it's coming. Maybe it's coming. So people, so any race organisers in Dundee, let's uh, let's see something in Dundee. That'd be very, it'd be great for someone from Aberdeen just to nip down for that. <laughs> it would it would be really good. I mean, the, the issue. I mean, I say the issue about Aberdeen. The, the only fast course you're going to get in Aberdeen is along the prom. True. But I mean, saying that, there's a fair some speedy times. This you know the Great Aberdeen Run. Last year, yeah, there were, yeah. Bobby Simpson, thirty oh one, and Chris Jones hitting a sixty six on a yeah. fairly undulating course. So, I'll eat my words. Yes. <laughs> so I think the next one, moving on. Unfortunately, we don't have any running runs this week. After all that, after that huge plea of of getting some running runs in, there's absolutely zilch to t- to chat about. Um, I have been spreading the word about. Uh, 
uh, what's her name? The the Strava girl. Oh, Claire Claire Ron Decker, whatever her name is. Yeah, yeah. I've been spreading the word and I've been looking nice. at Instagram and <laughs> following her and telling telling all my running buddies all about her. It's uh, got, she's everywhere at the moment. She's got twenty five thousand. Um, I think when we oh, chatted, like twenty five thousand followers now. She, so she's she's on the right path. That's for sure. She is. Maybe that's what we need to do for TRS to get our profile higher. Just start running penises. Well, yeah, we can we can start that. I, we're still waiting for that um, that competition winner as well. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll see what happens but uh yeah but now we're, we're pretty dry on uh on on topics this week we aren't are, we tom we, we which is pretty pretty disappointing from our end but to be to be fair in my you know in tom's defense tom's been busy with the business side of of tartan running shorts for uh the, the next year which is gonna absolutely benefit the listeners um and uh and the, the issue I've got with Tom this weekend is he promised to he promised to put me up in his house whilst Fiona I, was away. The day before I, he says, "Sorry, I'm waiting to see my mummy and my daddy." That was as, it. I wanted to stay over at Tom's and he didn't bloody provide. I think it's I can't even say your line because as many of our listeners will have heard after the credits <laughs> of the last episode, Kyle and his expert editing has left on our little chat at the finish <laughs> luckily it was quite clean until I got was the, clean. The, the monster gash part yeah we, that's Sorry, a gosh. man that's a man not an object so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway so no, we, we have what, what I will say though Tom is uh, wait right now every time you record you need to press pause if we're chatting crap, it's not. It's not that easy, pause. mate. How it's is not it that easy. easy? I, if I, if you're chatting, if I'm recording it and you're, I'm chanting interviewing. I press pause when we're speaking shite or we're we're yeah, talking off air. Why did you, don't you do know, that? You don't, this this is a classic. You don't know what software we use to record Skype calls. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> you can't pause it. The, the laptop I've got, you, you can't do that. So yeah. yeah. So what I will say is, you know, cue it. Big kudos to Tom. Tom does a lot of the, the, the downloading, uploading onto SoundCloud. I just make up the numbers, to be honest. So, <laughs> well, you, on. uh, you've, the, the last, you, the, you bring the value, the, you bring the entertainment, that's that's key. Well, and speaking of entertainment, we've got some in, interviews we're hoping to get lined up in the next wee while, so stay tuned for that. As we well. have, we've actually, you know, we've, we've drafted our, our, dream, our dream list of interviewees. So if anyone has got anyone that they would like us to interview, please let us know because we will, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll make an effort to, to go out and reach reach them and hopefully get them on the show. So, you know, there's a, a few that have come to mind recently and people have thank, thank you to the people who have already recommended some people. Um, and luckily, some of them are, are, are really willing to come on the show, which is hugely appreciative. Um, so on that on that note, Tom, What's your plans for the next few days, next week into the weekend? Just, just feel well, sorry my, for yourself and, and. Well, no, my my uh, wife is home tomorrow, so I'll be. Uh, I'll, need to, I'll need to clean the flat. To clean the flat and uh, make sure that you've saved you all your progress on Fortnite. Uh, I haven't played Fortnite in over two weeks now. It's so, uh, withdrawal yeah. symptoms are kicking in. Well, when I when I was on Skype, I'm sure I saw you playing on Fortnite. There, you're just <laughs> saying it on on air so that. You know, you're not in yeah, public. So, yeah, so, yeah. Anyway, so I've uh, what have I got on this week? That's a, a good question. I've seen the physio tomorrow. I'm hoping I'll get some more running in later in the week. And uh, I've got a few. I've had a for 
without boring listeners, I'm a drilling engineer by uh, by my day. That's my day job when I'm not podcasting. For a couple of difficult few weeks operationally, but it's all behind us. So I'm hoping so. Work that out this week to celebrate. That'll be good. And then on the weekend, it's Fiona's birthday. Oh, is it? Oh well, happy birthday, yeah. Fiona, in advance. Um, yeah. I hope Tom's going to treat you somewhere nice. I know uh, myself and Debbie are, are hoping to have a get uh, a carry a carry with you. So hopefully we're not mm, getting we crashing are. on the on the same night as her birthday, but. Not at all. Who knows? That'd be, yeah, that'd be good. So anyway, so what, so the birth- so what are you gonna what are you gonna do? Are you are you, are you willing to share? <laughs> uh, I can't I can't share because if this gets uploaded tonight, she'll be listening to it on her flight back. Well, so, that's, uh, well, I that's, can't share. Yeah. Oh well, it um, looks like you've got you've got a a, a smug look about you. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep you keep that behind closed doors then. Uh, and that's it, really. That for me. What about you? What's on the Kyle Gregg agenda this week? Well, I'm so trying. in sessions. Do you know what? I was trying to upload. I mean, I, I said I've done this this planner of sessions, and I can't even open the bloody thing now. So I know I've got a heavy week of training planned. Um, so I'm hoping if I can open this spreadsheet, I can see what I'm doing because I can't remember what I had I put in. Uh, obviously, I had a chat, discussed it with my coach. He's given me the green light. Um, so I just need to crack on and do it now, Tom. Great. Um, and I think. Now, Debbie's waiting for my, she's been setting up her new, she got a new turbo trainer, a new smart turbo trainer with, uh, I can't remember one the sponsor's name, but she's uh, she got it delivered today. So she's oh, been cool. tra- she's setting that up and it's an absolute, I say, I better watch what I say, but it's a bit of a nightmare to, to set up. So I'm hope, hopefully going to go down and help her out and get her, get her started on it. And then we're going to have some dinner and then do some Pilates by Adriana. Very good. So an exciting, what, what, exciting what night, night, exciting night, and exciting week of running and uh, working as well, no doubt. Very good. Well, on that note, I guess that's uh, that's. I think we've rambled. I'm, I'm actually. This is one of my least uh, favorite episodes. I've got this, to this, say as well. Sorry, listen. Is, sorry, this listeners. is grim. It's pretty bad. Like we, we've just been business. Well, Tom's been business planning. I've done Jack and. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll try and make it a bit more entertaining for next year. But again, it's I'm gonna, next I'm gonna, year, <laughs> next week, I hope. We're gonna wait a year. I always find at the end of a episode, I get so sloppy and fatigued, and I I just start rambling shite even more than I usually do. So apologies for that. But anyway, let's cut to the chase. So, like I mentioned before, feel free to give us an email, tartanrunningshorts at gmail dot com, with any hints, tips reviews feedback um any interviews that you want on the show you can also follow us on facebook at tartan running shorts and we also have a twitter handle at tartan shorts as well so um yeah and also like i mentioned earlier in the show please please um give us a review on itunes and uh yeah hopefully five stars grand see you later folks uh...